0: From multiple rambunctious locations in Minneapolis or near enough, this is Nice Game Stuff, the show where nice game devs talk games and game development.
1: I'm Ellen Burns-Johnson, and I make nice games.
0: I'm Steve McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Max Kuzin, and I, too, make nice games. For this week's episode, it's another Nice Games Jam. If you've just been given a prompt, we're going to come up with a complete game that you can play by the end of the episode. Will it work? We and you are about to find out. And so, if everyone is ready, let's start.
1: Hi cool. Max. Hi.
0: Hey. You're back. <laughs> yes. I don't know that Max has like properly been on the show before.
2: So I, I showed up, my debut was for uh I, I believe it was for the t-shirt.
1: Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> for uh, one of the,
0: the I guess not sponsored segments, but the uh, the, the call to action. Part. Yeah, the, the call to yeah, action that's, that's yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. But this is a this is a full blown episode. So there's a lot of interesting things happening with this episode this time. Um yeah. Mark has uh, unfortunately contracted covid, and so he's not on the show um today. Uh but I mean Max is here to fill in thank goodness. Um also we're recording this online again, so it's kind of weird doing the intro without <laughs> having the music. I think you're so accustomed to that.
1: Yeah, so uh, Mark, you know, Mark we knew Mark was uh down with covid for, you know, we knew that a while ago, but I'm not feeling mm-hmm. very well today, so I didn't yeah. want to Chance it. I haven't had any known COVID exposures, but I have like hat on and hand warmers and two blankets, and I still don't feel great. So something's going on. And then on top of all that, Stephen, today is Friday. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) also true. So yeah, usually we record on Mondays. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a
0: it's a it's a lot, but you know we're here, and it's an ice games jam We're here to provide that for the listener. Um. Okay, Mark gave us a prompt this time though. That's what's really fun about this episode is Mark gave us a prompt. I don't think uh well, Ellen, you've done a prompt before, but you weren't on the yeah, so I guess other hosts have given prompts. I'm the only one who hasn't given a prompt yet. I right, haven't well. given one either. That's true. <laughs> ah. Okay. Well, I'll get sick first and then put give a prompt, and then Max, you can go next. <laughs> can we all just stop getting sick? I don't want it to yeah. be. Yeah, let's let's stop getting sick. All right, Max or er, Mark made a really fancy one. He put it in like uh, I have to like hover over a thing to highlight it and to reveal it, which is
1: oh, he got he got some spoilers. Got a whole going. fancy
0: document. All right, here we go. Oh. The reveal.
1: <laughs> it's too small. Make bigger.
2: Oh, I, uh, I can
0: read it. it. Oh okay. gosh, a game
2: <laughs> where risk is extremely attractive and the consequences of failure are disastrous. Oh,
0: I love that prompt.
1: Can you? Put this put that is in like a right notes I'm... document.
0: Yeah, definitely. We can. Uh, that is, like, my kind of prompt.
2: That is a good idea.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I like that a lot.
0: Quite literally yeah. a recipe for disaster.
1: hmm <laughs>
0: Yes. Okay, so risk being attractive. I mean, my immediate thought is casino, but let's not do that because that's boring and you just make poker or something. <laughs> uh-
1: <laughs> well, that might be a good starting point.
0: Okay, okay. I suppose that's true. Um, hmm... Risk is extremely attractive. Well, actually, another my uh, another thought I had is, like, the idea of, like, going into a dungeon, like a raiding party. You, you know, and you had just talked about D&D, and I think that maybe is why I'm thinking about this. Um, <laughs> but, like, that can be an option, too, right? Like, it's very risky to go and uh, raid a dungeon. You don't know what's in there. There could be a dragon. There could be some goblins. Um, and then... You know, you don't even know if you're gonna get a cool treasure. Like what if you go in there and it's just like one doubloon or something? Like mm-hmm. what what was even the point? So that could be a direction?
2: My mind know. goes to like extreme sports games like Tony Hawk, where oh. you are like like, you know, there'll be a big ramp or some sort of like maybe really cool trick that you could try out. But you know, as soon as you try something like that in the middle of a large combo. If you mess that up, you're losing like you know tens of thousands of points.
0: <laughs> oh, so that's so what my mind like, goes <laughs> to. You're thinking like this is a sustained um, thing over time. Like the risk maybe isn't small, but like it becomes greater over time, or the, the 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 cause the failure is becomes dramatically worse over
2: time. It's like yeah, it's like you can build up something and then you could lose it all, and then mm-hmm. so like okay. because then the consequences of that failure are, are like, extra disastrous because you feel every single thing that you've lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I like that direction. I like that a lot.
1: This Um, is like, why would I play this game?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's what we gotta do. We gotta figure that out, right?
2: Because if you don't (laughs) fail, then it's really cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, plus, like, I like the idea that, like, you kind of work for it. Um, Hmm. So how do you... Okay. But you're thinking of it in terms of extreme sports, and you were thinking specifically of like Tony Hawk. I mean, that's just um, an example. Like, I yeah, also like what you guys yeah. came up with. Well, we can, we can combine the two in some way. Um, but yes. how do you like trick your yeah. way into a dungeon?
1: <laughs> well.
0: No, that's an idea. I'm just,
1: I'm just trying to think of instances where risk is extremely attractive. You know, like, yeah, the problem is, is that when the consequences of failure are disastrous, I feel like it inherently makes risk less less attractive. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which I'm sure Mark was thinking about when he put this prompt <laughs> together. Uh-huh. The concept is a failure. Are disaster. It's
2: like where the the reward for... It, 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 it's like you have to hit the point where you have to find out at what point is a reward just so, so high yeah. to where it does not matter, even though if you have everything to lose... Are you still going to get people to, like, take the bait?
0: Right. Well, okay, actually, Alan, because you seem to be the most hesitant to take this risk. <laughs> what, what, um, what, what is a reward that would be so worth it to you that you would take the risk, even if it would be, like, catastrophic if you failed?
1: Well, I'm a, I'm a little more hung up on the disastrous part. Okay. Like, the one thing that comes to mind Im- immediately is, like, some game that has a really short loop, um, yeah. like I can't think of it. Oh, it's like uh, maybe it's Resistance um, mm. by that I can't remember. It's dystopian something. It's it's so, like a series of small like social deception games.
2: Oh and, yeah yeah mm-hmm. I know. yeah Aren't yeah. They, and is it them, like Coup? Yeah,
1: yeah. Coup is okay. one of one of them in that series. And sometimes you're just out. Like sometimes you make a call and you're just out. You're out for the rest of the game. Um, but the assumption is when you pick that up, pick that that game and play with people that you're probably going to play a few rounds because the game is actually very short. Right. Um, relatively. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're taking tons of risk there, right? Like at some some moves, like you make a move and if you don't, if you don't, you didn't count your cards right or if you make the wrong call, then you're out of the game. So that, and to, that, to that extent, like I'm thinking like the play, the failure consequences of failure is disastrous uh or the consequence of failure is disastrous but you have to take risk because there's no just the rules of the game you know
0: yeah right I yeah, also but that make, doesn't make oh, risk attract oh uh, i was just gonna say it, it doesn't make risk attractive it makes risk necessary right like mm. I think that uh, yeah, because I mean, it's been a while since I have played like cooling and resistance and stuff, but like that's kind of how I remember those. It's like you would take, you would need to take risks because people were getting ahead of you because due to randomization or whatever, and you needed to uh, start trying to get ahead. So you would make um, some risky plays, like uh, some bluffs and stuff, in order to, to in order to beat other people. Um, and but like that was kind of necessary just due to the fact that that's how the game went. Um, right. I think it would be important for us to make sure that risk is just attractive i don't think it I, like i almost mm-hmm. want to say that it's not necessary what if but, um, like
2: it's something like uh have you heard of the game uh space Oh, uh, it's it's like space Organ warlord trader or something oh yes mm-hmm. yeah where you, where it's like you're doing stocks and it's like you could lose <laughs> it all but you could also get a lot of money but also if you do the wrong
0: decisions, people are going to get mad at you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Uncut Gems. This is like <laughs> I uncut still need gems. to see This that. is Uncut Gems. Oh, it's a very good movie. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to like what Max was talking about with respect to like long-term sustained risk over time. That risk becomes greater just due to the fact that you've wasted a bunch of time. If it fails, because I feel like that could be the disaster point, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be. If you fail, the world explodes. It could just be if you fail, you lose a bunch of time. Um, I would say maybe that um, would suck. With that point, uh, with what Ellen
2: said, you also don't want to start doing something that is gonna be too long. And so, what if it was like a mid-range kind of time frame? Like I'm thinking, like Vampire Survivors, where something like that. It's like Mm -hmm. it's a set time, but at any minute during a game like that, you could lose it all. So you okay. know exactly how much time maximum you could lose.
0: Sure. Oh, yeah, OK, that, that makes Yeah, I like that, a time limit. Like a time or a turn limit, depending on what kind of mm-hmm. game you go for.
1: You know what popped up um, in my mind was a game that my husband absolutely loves called Buck. And uh, hmm. it, it's a trick-taking game. Um, and one of the things that's pretty cool about Buck, like you have a, you play with four people, you've got a partner and you have to like bet at the beginning of a round, um, how many hands you think you and your partner can take. Um, and there are different things you can do, but like the, the highest bet you can make is like 12 or 12, I think I can't remember. I get it confused with like hearts and bridge and stuff like that, but sure. you can say like, I'm going to take all of the, I'm going to take all the tricks. And I'm going to take it with the help of my partner. And then you can also, like, say, I'm going to take all the tricks and I can take them all by myself. And the there are different house rules, but the way that we play it, um, if you have a hand that allows you to do that, you can get, like, 24 points if you go all in by yourself, right? Okay. Um, but if you get, I think it's, if you get set, I think that's what they call it, um, meaning, like, you aren't able to take all the tricks by yourself, then you you go negative the amount that you lose. Oh
0: no. Oh, okay
1: Oh so if you gain, you get twenty four points and that's like a huge advantage over your competition. But if you lose you get twenty four points subtracted (laughs) from your total and the game goes until someone gets to like fifty two or fifty four above zero. So like it's disastrous because it's a big setback and it's disastrous because it extends a stupid game for someone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like when somebody can't get a card in Uno and then they just start piling it on and, you know, like they yeah, were it. just about to win and now it's all back over where you started.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. So okay. Just the feeling that the feeling of those moments, I think I've done it. Like I've been in like one game where someone went up 24 um, and, uh, it was pretty cool. People generally don't do it unless they know they can do it.
0: Yeah. Know? Well, that's the thing, though, right? Like, I, I, I want there to be, well, the, the way I'm interpreting this prompt is I want there to be some actual risk involved. I don't I think I don't want it to be like a sure thing that you get the 24, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's got to be something that is like feels like a 50 50, I guess. But if you get it, you feel really cool. And if you don't, then like your game is ruined. I guess, yeah. but like in a fun way, yeah ah, <laughs> uh, this is hard, okay, well, it, uh. it's gotta be like if you
2: if you go and make the bad call and you lose, yeah, when you lose, you're like, well, I knew that was a possibility, you know, like you have right. to really just be like, I shouldn't have yeah. done that, you know
0: yeah, you're the you're the one taking on that risk, and so you're kind of just uh, you're you're accepting the possibility of failure, you understand that. And if you, I think if you understand that, then it's easier for you to accept yeah. a very poor state for yourself, and I think that's kind of why like those resistance and coup games kind of work well, partly is because like there's not a lot of time investment in them, but also like you know if you make those big plays you're you know what you're doing um and if 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 it doesn't work out, then you know it doesn't work out, and you can accept that um so I guess what does that mean also I guess, like, I would also like it to not be, like, just a result of a coin flip. hmm
2: hmm Yeah. Set. So if it's more like a mind game, maybe, like, a, mm. your risk maybe is based off of what other people are doing?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that.
2: I mean, like, because if you want to go as, like, basic as possible, technically, you know, choosing rock, paper, or scissors... Mm-hmm. That is that kind of risk because either you win or you lose,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, right right right, but that yeah. is a bit of a mind yeah. yeah are they gonna pick or are they gonna pick? Scissors? Um, it's not that deep, but like we can yeah. make it we can make it deeper um so okay, um what if you I'm just gonna throw something out there and then y'all can reject it as you feel free to um, what if everybody starts with the random value of some form? um like a random amount of coins um and it's unclear and it, it, you don't know how many coins other people have um but you can oh well, I don't want to say you can place bets cuz then it's just a casino game um but you can um risk you can invest. No, investing is like stocks. Is- I guess stocks is kind of like. Uh, have you played uh,
2: a? Stocks is
0: you know, I have not played Cash against Guns. I've heard of it. Yeah, that one.
2: You, it's it's interesting because it's 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 partially about like, from what I remember, it's like partially about the money, but also partially about, are you going to shoot or spare other people? Okay. Because like you're all like in a standoff, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, I see. And so, so like you can
2: tell a player, like, well, if you do that, I'm I'm gonna shoot you, you know, something like that. But you could also just be bluffing and not even have bullets left.
0: Oh, oh, and so you your your risk is how much how many bullets people have. It's something like that. It's been a while since I played. Well, that's an interesting concept. Instead of instead of instead of it being like a a currency, it can be like a resource, an energy thing, like.
2: Um, like what moves or attacks that they have available left to them
0: yeah, yes, yeah, 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 okay, um I am just typing things down, I don't know if this will end up being in the final game, but like you know its it's good for ideas yeah, yeah, <laughs> hmm. okay, yeah, so, so, okay, you got a resource, it's a random resource, i you, I suppose you could use the resource to attack other people. My immediate thought was, like, it's gas. Like, or or I guess a fuel of some form. that um, you use to, like, reach a planet. I don't know why I went to space. Um,
1: oh, when you said gas, I was like, gasoline! Uh, yeah, I was thinking, like, a
0: zombie apocalypse
2: or something.
1: <laughs> oh! Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of that. Oh, that's actually... Hmm.
0: Okay. What if you're all going against the world? Like, like you said, zombie apocalypse let's not use zombies because I hate zombies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like bugs. the like, Giant bugs. Yes. Cool. I like
2: that. Like a big alien bug invasion or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so you have a limited amount of resources to defend against the giant bugs.
1: I'm not okay. sure this works, though. Yeah. Because when you're against giant bugs, obviously, like you got to humans got to stick together.
0: Mm. Yeah. But but like, but it. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say part of the fun of like The Walking Dead or whatever is the humans are the real enemies. I think that's like half of the reason why zombie movies exist. It's because the zombies aren't the actual threat. It's because humans.
2: Oh. Well, then maybe what you, we could do what Ellen said and do like a Bad Max, where maybe it's just an apocalypse mm-hmm. and. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, man, Max works.
0: It's the same kind of thing.
1: It's because we have Max on. <laughs> it's Matt Max
2: and I'm Max. Oh, and you're Max.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, well, we got to do some, that then. Some copyright issues, maybe. Yeah, or I mean, right. it, like, basically, it's, I'm thinking like factions, right? So Facts. maybe okay. there, I like there, maybe there are three players because that's with number three right now. Sure. Um, <laughs> and there aren't that many games that do three players. We could do like three to five or something. Um, and like each... each, there's like a limited number of actions, and then each. Person gets to choose one action per round. Kind of, It is kind of a little bit like coup, the way that I'm thinking about that.
0: Okay, limited over actions.
2: Well, right, Except with coup, right. you have the whole like, uh, are you lying about who you are, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, because they have to distinguish
0: resources.
1: Yeah. 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 The way the
0: coup works is like you, you, you pull resources from the general pool or you take resources from other people by saying you're uh, such and such, you have such and such helping you out. Um, but you might not have actually, you might not actually have such and such help. People can call you on that. Um, so I guess we want to differentiate by uh, how are we differentiating it? This well, if thing? we're
2: not lying about who we are, it's more lying about our intentions.
0: Yes. Okay. yeah. Now
2: sense. I just had one idea. This is kind of like a wild card, but like, so like I, I thought like you know pr- prisoner's dilemma kind <laughs> of thing where if. You know, something happens, then nobody gets anything, right? Yep. So I was thinking, like, what if this is like some sort of standoff for gasoline, right? Mm -hmm. What if people could threaten to blow up all of the gasoline if things don't go their way? I don't know how that Um. scenario would happen, (laughs) but that would be like a form of a risk where it's like, well, if something goes wrong, then everything goes up in flames. Interesting. And that would be like, Narratively high stakes, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Now it's sound, it's sound like a negotiation sort of thing. Um,
1: yeah, that's... Okay, there's, like, I'm imagining this happening around a table, and there's, yeah. like, a whole, like, bunch of little cubes, resources, gasoline, or whatever you call it, like, in the middle of the table, and...
2: Somebody's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> it goes... <laughs>
1: yeah, no. And it's, like, uh, you can... You have like a few different actions or maybe you have like a deck of cards that gives you your action economy, but you don't have to reveal them um, unless you play a card that lets you see someone else's played card. And then it has to do with like everyone has the same actions in their card, maybe one or two actions that are like faction specific. Um, And, you know, you win if you have the most gasoline cubes in front of you by the end of the game now you still freaking lose because it's the apocalypse and you're gonna run out eventually (laughs) but like you have more than anyone else so you're gonna at least beat them out um yeah so you
0: play so you play cards to to do actions to get the the resources is that how this worked or yeah so yeah so i'm kind of imagining
2: like this would play kind of like a resource-based version of exploding kittens maybe
1: Hmm.
0: i have
2: not played exploding kittens okay Tell us that why. one's like uh, you got to keep like that one's uh, from uh, I, I believe it's like you have to keep drawing from the deck and you do not want to get the exploding kitten card and so it's kind of like uh, you're you're constantly trying to stall from drawing from the deck.
0: Oh, mm. oh, okay. So it's like hot potato, but like a deck instead of yeah. Okay, um, got it. You have an extensive knowledge of games. <laughs> I play a lot of board games. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And you do have a giant port. Yeah, uh, I, book I, book I book got games some games behind you. me. If <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that's true. Okay. I, um. Hmm, go ahead, Ellen.
1: Yeah, I was thinking like it would be more of a race, I guess. Not where you're trying okay. not to draw, but like you maybe maybe there is a deck, and there's a bunch of repeated actions, and you get. There are multiple rounds in the game, and you only you get to play like one action at a time. Yeah. But the actions what if that you're dealt, yeah.
2: What if it's like but, a combination where where you have this big pile of gasoline in front of you, right? And yeah. maybe you're all trying to shuffle to grab as much of it as possible for your own side. So like it's like a it's like a stockpile that like three factions are fighting over, right? And yeah. They're all just trying yeah. to grab it for for themselves. Yeah. But then like maybe you know, a spark could happen if you go too quick, or maybe if you, like, grab oh. the wrong card from the middle pile. So it's like, you're incentivized to still keep trying to get more stuff from the deck, because that is the resource that you end up
0: wanting to get, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, but, like, if you go too fast or too quickly, then, like, it all blows up. All of the stuff that was, all the stuff that you collected or all the stuff that anyone collects blows up? I don't know. how does that work? I'm not sure. Okay. That's, That's a starting point, though. That's a starting good question. Point. Okay, okay. I like this premise. I like this direction. So players are encouraged to continue to gather resources, but how do they gather resources in a way that is interesting? They have a well. You, you were saying, Ellen? Like uh, uh, you have a you have a like a hand of cards, and those are your actions, and those are how you gather the gas um maybe each maybe each player has their own deck
1: um yeah or everyone's everyone is dealt cards from the same deck yeah, um yeah, and so. then it's shuffled between each round and then you play until every, until the center pile is gone so i had an idea about this right so like the the cards allow you to you know the cards allow you to take um take gasoline from the center stockpile Uh, From a central, central, it's got to be like a big pile of barrels, right, or something. I don't know. It's like a bunch of tankers just in a pile.
0: Anyway, so you
1: take you get you you play cards to both take take things from the pile because it's like you go on an excursion and you go get your gas. You can potentially like if you have the cards, take them from other players. (laughs) Like you go on a raid, Um, okay. And then there are also things where like you can sabotage other players, like they have to skip a turn or something like that. Okay. Um, or they have to, like, I don't know. So, there are lots of ways we could do it. Like, maybe, it, it, yeah. It kind of sounds like
0: the actions you're doing are, like, Uno-esque. Like, there's ways kind of mess up people. Well, yeah. I suppose you probably have more control. Like, with Uno, you can only mess up the person who's about to go next. Or, like, or who or, are or adjacent to you. But, like, in this case, maybe you can play the card and go, like, I'm stealing directly from your pile. Or
1: something. Right, right. Um Okay. So like it could be the deck has different places like you could you can draw different um, you can draw different numbers of gasoline from the stockpile in the middle based on the number of your cards so it'll say like you can draw one you can draw two um, you can draw three but like one of the things that could also be there is you have the option at any point of like doubling that amount. But when you oh. do that, you have to, like, draw, you have to roll a die, and that's the spark die. And if you get oh. the spark, it blows up your entire cash. Not for everybody else. <laughs> it blows up your entire cash. So, like, you do want to, if you, if you get a three, a card that lets you draw three gasoline from the stockpile, yeah, you want to roll the die for that because it could, it could give you six. Or maybe it triples it. Maybe it's nine. It's this huge number. Uh,
2: that's cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: But. But it also like has a non insignificant risk that it's gonna spark your stock your your particular stockpile and what if, start you up from
2: zero. What if you could like also attack somebody by like playing like a grenade card or something? But the grenade can't go off immediately. So there is the risk of like maybe it takes a few turns before it goes off, so that like there's a chance that it comes back to you <laughs> or something.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Like there's a you could you can pass a card if you have a card. That, yeah, like, yeah. you can Pass and take a different card and pass it to someone else. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like you have like a card that's like fast hands or think quick or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Toss it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toss. It.
0: Okay, so so okay, you gotta. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of different cards. I think a lot of the basic cards are like grab one gas, grab two gas, mm. um, <laughs> gallons maybe. Yeah, something like that. That would make sense. Um Like, I like the idea of you just, like, grabbing gas. (laughs) Just cupping your hands. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Liquid gold. (laughs) Hey, they really need it, Ellen. Um, For some reason, for their cars, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, because it's like Uh, Mad Max, right? Yeah, it's Mad Max. So you need gas to move your cars to different locations or something. I've only watched Mad Max Fury Road. I haven't watched the other one. That one's my favorite anyways. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um... But yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have these different actions to like grab gas. And anytime when you're grabbing the gas, you can double your gas grabbing, but like there's a risk that they like can roll a die. Um you roll a die and if it rolls like a 1 or something, um then all of your gas explodes and you lose it all. Um That's it. That's really interesting. Do we um, want it to be immediate
2: or do we want it to be like a fuse or something? Because the fuse can have it be more like anxiety like oh what's gonna happen next but then it won't be like you feel like you're forced into you know that happening
0: there could be i mean there could be two options right like maybe the yeah. guy like he like you were talking about with the grenade thing maybe when you roll the die you're pulling the stuff up but in one of them is like a fuse and you ex- and you light the fuse and oh. um in a couple of turns that specific card or something will explode so you need to get rid of the card. To mess up other people
1: instead, it um, could be you could have yeah you could do that. So it's I don't like, like you're
0: cooking food.
1: it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if we want to like the grenade idea is interesting if you can pass it to another person. I don't know if the the long fuse thing is something we could play around with. One thing I was thinking is like okay, what if you what what if you lay down a like a, a fuse uh, on your turn? You lay down like a fuse card, and what that means and is is that in three three turns. That person has to roll the spark card, but it doesn't necessarily spark their stockpile. It removes a quarter of what's left in the center. So you're never necessarily wiping out the entire center, Mm -hmm. um, but you are drastically reducing the remainder of the game, which might change your strategy and change your risk assessment.
0: Yeah. Well, and if you're in the lead, then that's something you would want to do, right? Exactly. Because that means that they have less options. Okay, that's fine. I like that um basic cards
2: but then of course there's also the risk which would be good because of the prompt um, of not only anything happening directly because of your actions but also you changing the court of public opinions towards you you know
0: yeah that's true
2: Right. It's like oh, right. oh there's no more gas left and it's your fault,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, I that's a good point. Like I, I guess um uh, the gas is it revealed? Like is it revealed how much gas I guess if you're like counting other people's things, it doesn't matter. Um uh, whether or not like you know how much gas somebody has or something else. But I don't know.
1: I think you'd be able to see it, right? You've got a stockpile yeah. in front of you. Yeah. But well, you can't you can't see what people what people have in their hands.
2: Okay. Right, 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 you can't see what it have. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, maybe you don't deal out all the cards in the deck every round, um, but I imagine that you cycle through the deck pretty quickly in a game. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, let me let me let me let me try to formulate these into some notes, so when I'm editing this episode later, I know what I'm t- what we're talking about. <laughs> um, okay, so so each each player has a hand of cards. Um, that do various things. Some of the cards most of the cards will give you the ability to get gas from like the center pile or whatever, right? Um in any, in any point you can be like, I'm gonna double this card so I can get more gas, but there's a risk that it would cause either the stockpile to go away or uh, or your stockpile to just or not the stockpile to go away, stockpile to get lessened significantly. Mm-hmm. Or your stockpile gets lessened or reduced to zero. Um, then there's also some extra cards you could do that can sabotage other players, like mess up how, what cards they have access to, stuff like that, right? Um that's the gist of what is happening? This is very this is a fast paced game. I like yeah. that it's fast paced. That's yeah.
2: cool. And then the faster pace, the the higher, you know, people are the the more likely somebody's gonna make really risky decisions because they're not gonna yeah. make it through.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus like, you know, if you're falling behind, you gotta start Making risks in order yeah. to catch up. Um, yeah. Oh, and that's really fun, too, because, like, if you're making the risk to try to reduce the stockpile, you're also making the risk to to lose all of your stuff. Uh, if the odds of the stockpile getting lessened are significantly higher than the odds of you losing all of your stockpile, then you would take the risk because, like, it makes it more difficult for people to catch up basically when the stockpile ends, it's over, right? That's the yeah. game.
2: Yeah. Um, but maybe you have, like, a turn yeah. left where people can, like, steal from each other, or is stealing from well, each you, other going to be a game? Well, you still
0: have cards, right, that you could use yeah. to steal from other people. So, like, if you're in a lead and other people see that, then they can take from you.
2: Yeah. Um, so it's like you could be playing with the length of the game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I like that. Like, that's uh, kind of the the, the, the tension. <laughs>
1: Um, hey, Max.
2: Hi.
1: We have a Discord, did you know?
2: Whoa, we have a Discord?
1: Yes. We have a Discord, and it's where people come out and sometimes make fun of us for what we're doing on the the episode. And most of the time, though, it's just about, you know, we're talking about game design and talking about some of the things we discussed on the show, kind of extending those conversations. And we've got a really smart group, because pretty much every single time an episode comes out there's like new ideas that get surfaced and discussed after the you know after the episode mp3 runs out you know so you, sh- you should come hang out sometime in the discord
2: that's crazy uh, where can <laughs> I find it
1: well it's you can get to it <laughs> <Sorry>. at games. <laughs> <laughs> you've never heard this before I know, I know dot it's club crazy. slash discord nicegames.club slash discord that's where you can go.
2: NiceGamesClub. NiceGames.club yep. slash yep. Discord.
1: Yep, you got it right. NiceGames.club wow. slash Discord.
0: It's okay, Max. You knew it this. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's so special about Hero bread soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas?
1: And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may
2: vary, cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: ba 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 You got you got your stockpile. I guess the way I was thinking about it with respect to like this risk die thing, is this like a D twenty? Um, and like one of the sides is you blow up all of your stockpile, but like three or four of the sides are like you reduce the stockpiles amount. it's um, kind of how I was thinking of it. And then everybody gets, uh, you know, five cards or something. And there can be, well, let's see. Let's, let's talk about the specifics of the cards. Like what okay. kinds of cards you can, you can use.
2: I did just want to add in real quick there. Have yep. you ever played the game Clank at all or Clank in Space?
0: I have played. I think I played Clank. I think I have. Cause
2: I don't know if regular Clanks like this, but the one that I played was uh, there's a bag full of like cubes,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and that's how it's determined instead of a a die. Oh, like, oh you, it can be dynamic can. based off of like you know different circumstances, how much risk there is. Okay.
0: Oh, so that's wait, cool.
2: Because you then you're like physically pulling out more of the the gas. Yeah. From this bag.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: Gotcha. And so there's like a hundred cubes of gas in the bag and the bag is opaque so you can't see through it. And whenever you reach in, you might pull out like uh, all the gas cubes are yellow, but you might pull out a red cube and the red cube sparks and does something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess cards would also get the same effect.
0: Yeah, cards would work too.
1: But there's something cool about yeah. cubes.
0: Cubes are cool. Well, cubes right? Are yeah.
1: Plus we also we already have cards in terms of the actions. So um yeah, I like the idea of cubes. And then yeah, you you pull the cube out of the center bag and put it in front of you.
0: So like when you when you go to get gas, you're pulling out, you're pulling out cubes from the da- or from the bag instead, right? Um and if you pull up a blue cube. That means that the bags um, you have to like take 10 cubes out of the bag or something like that. Um, this, this is me. I'm wondering if this is where the direction would Um If you get a yellow cube that's a spark and that means you lose all of your stuff. Is that how this is supposed to work? Yes? No? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. So, so dynamically, so the more gas you gain, the more risky it is. the The more likely, I suppose, it is that something bad will happen to the amount of cubes in the bag or to your own cubes. One thing I like about the, it being a die is that the 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 risk is consistent. That is true.
1: Yeah, and there you can't count, right? So, right. like, if we had a hundred, we had had a hundred gas cubes, and five of them were red sparks then if you've seen three, you know that there are only two left and yeah. you have a sense of how much gas is still left in the bag. So it does let you do a little bit of calculus. And I think that kind of goes against what we're aiming for in the prompt, True. right? Because yeah. we want risk to be extremely attractive like all the time.
2: Right. Yeah. So so no matter what you do, you're not going to be able to really affect that chance of it happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. So let's let's stick. That is with true because because yeah, when you think about it, like if you have like a card game, where like exploding kittens, I know in that game, once you know what's gonna happen, like once you know that you're getting down to the end of the deck, then you start getting really risk adverse, and you're playing you know the opposite way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, I guess a die would actually be good.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah.
1: I do like the idea of cubes though. At, yeah. At the oh cube, yeah. Bag full of cubes. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the bag can
0: still be... That's your stockpile. It's just a bag full of cubes. Or not your stockpile. The stockpile is a bag full of cubes. And you still pick up from the bag full of cubes. You so could just, have uh, different... Yeah, they could just be on the table.
2: Well, well, yeah, the but a bag of is How fun. much there is. Oh, uh, well, yeah. yeah. I guess the question is, do we want people to know how much there is?
1: Oh. I think it's interesting if they have a sense of it. But I was going to say, like, what we could do is have different colored cubes. And the different colors indicate, like, different amounts of gas. So, like... Most of them are yellow, but some of them are red, and the red are actually worth two.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. So there's just, just more reward sometimes if you pull out more cubes. And specifically that means if you pull out, like you could theoretically, if you, you play a card that gets, makes you um, pull out three cubes, and you risk it to pull out six cubes, you double it, and you roll the die, and then nothing happens, and you end up pulling up six yellow cubes. Like that's yeah six. Then you get 12 cubes, or you get 12 yeah. gas. For one really strong action. That's fun. I like yeah, that a lot. It,
1: it makes it even more. Um, it makes the risk even more attractive. But then, yeah, you might roll that die. To double or triple your your gas, but you still might land on that spark and blow all your crap up. Yeah. But uh, here's the thing is if you do that like early in the game. there's You might be able to make it back up. So you're going to try <laughs> to do more risks to try to catch up. I think that might mm-hmm. work.
2: Yeah, I like that a lot. Explosions just need to be constant in this game. They <laughs> just everything's Agreed. on fire.
1: I'll never disagree with that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> more explosions, more better. Uh, pretty much. I really like this idea with the with the bag and like when you go in there, you can get more benefit. That makes it yeah. more more yeah more dynamic. I like that idea that we were we were trying to make it more dynamic with the bags, and we ended up still being able to preserve that. So that's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but what what cards could you gain, or what cards can you use uh, against your opponents, or against the the um, the bag itself? I guess. Uh, or you least... could make somebody draw from the bag. Oh, interesting.
2: Because then you could be like, that that would be risk because it would be like, if you make them draw twice, right? You're also just risk risking letting them have gas but if you really think that there is going to be a bomb in there or something you know
1: well i think we decided the bomb is going to still be on the die
2: oh yeah true sorry
1: yeah
2: or like make them roll the die
1: oh, that would yeah. be interesting yeah there you go yeah you can make someone roll the die mm-hmm. and if they if you make someone roll the die normally when the die is rolled it's a modifier as, as to the die, when you're normally rolling it on your turn, it's because you played a an excursion card, and you want to, like, you're playing an excursion card, and you're going to roll the die before you put your hand in the bag, and yeah. it, the die says, like, you know, two or three, then you get to double or triple the amount of cubes that... um, You you get to pull out two cubes or three cubes instead of, you know, the one that you had on your card, or you get to pull out four cubes or six cubes instead of the two that you had on your card, um, or you, there's that one on the D six. There's if you hit the if you hit the nasty explosion, then it's a spark and you lose all your cubes. Um, oh,
0: okay. The way you, I was you, picturing. Oh, go ahead. The, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, if talk. you if you make someone else roll, then yeah. they aren't playing a card to do the excursion. They are just rolling. But if they get a one or you know if they get a two or whatever, they get to take that many cubes. So there is a risk that you're going to spark them, but there's also a risk that they get a couple of cubes out of it. Yeah. So
0: the way I was imagining the the way that the die worked was or the way that the die roll worked is you would play a card and it would be pick up 3 gas or whatever. Um yeah. and then when you roll the die, the uh the result of the die doesn't determine the doubling of your of how much you pick up. I thought you also just get to double your your um your your haul, but you'd still have to roll the die for a chance of there either being nothing or something bad happened. That's kind of how oh. I was thinking of it.
1: So well, you I automatically get so you're saying yeah. that if you choose to roll the die, you automatically get to double your haul from the extension.
0: That's, that's what I was thinking. So like I guess in this situation where you make somebody else roll the die, they would be rolling the die for a potential risk of bad thing, but they wouldn't get any benefit out of it in this situation. Maybe they maybe that card says they get to pick up two and it gets doubled. Or maybe it means maybe that card means they have to roll the next die, or the next time they play a card to get more gas or something. Hmm. Um, but that's kind of how I was picturing it, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not like married to that idea. Um, I, I'm totally, I can totally see it working where like the die determines your double because I like the idea that you could get triple the amount that you played for too. That's fun, and you can't necessarily. You can't really do that if it's just you double your die automatic, or you double your gain automatically. Um, so if it, if, if it was just the die determining that, that could still work. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... Risk is extremely attractive, and the consequences of failure are disastrous. So I'm thinking, if we have that die, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's say that your cards that you can draw, for that you can play for an excursion, give you one cube, two cube, or three cubes. And then the die has like, you know, if it's a, if it's a D6, right, there's going to be one yeah. side that's the spark. Yeah. Then there's going to be one side that's going to be 3X. So that means you get to triple your haul from your excursion. And okay. then most of them are like, most of the rest of them, so we've got two spoken for, um, you know, three of them are 2X, so you get to double your haul. And the yeah. last two are 1X, which is just like, you don't. Or maybe there's just plus one. You don't get to double necessarily. You just get to add one on to what you had, um, just to create a lot more like dynamics in the in the excursion part. Because um, really, what you're hoping to do is if you've got a, if you've got a three a card, lets you get three gas from an excursion, you're gonna want to roll <laughs> because you might be able to get like six um, gas from the excursion if you hit if you hit a, a two X, which is likely because that's half of the sides. Right, you know, yeah, but there is that chance that you hit a spark and you lose everything. <laughs>
0: right, right, right.
1: Well, and plus,
0: uh, did we still want to try to uh, try to have it so that like you could still reduce the amount that's in the bag with this risk die too?
1: Yeah, I was wondering. I was thinking that might be a card. Oh, you were thinking that was a card. Yeah, oh. you can play it strategically.
2: Right. So, so it's like you're just purposefully throwing a spark in
0: there.
1: Yeah. Maybe I guess like any like like some
0: of the actions can be beneficial for you, but they always they force you to roll the die anyway, even if you don't necessarily get like so like I'm trying to imagine like it, there's not much of a reason to um play that card unless you are in the lead, right, um because you want the game to keep going if you're behind um i what if you have a card that's like you
2: can you can uh, decide to try to blow up somebody else's stockpile, but there is an equal chance that you just blow up your own. Is a card a card that would make you roll
0: a dice? Maybe. Okay, I'm I'm having I'm having a hard time keeping track of what's on the die. And what's yeah.
2: Okay. The so die. wait. So what does a yeah. turn look like? And what is
0: a card? Right. Yeah. Right. That was part of the thing is we, we want to figure out what's on a card. And what's on the die? Yeah, and I think right. like well, the reason why I like the idea of the um, the possibility of the stockpile getting lessened when it's on the die is because people are going to take the risk um, to use the die to gain multiplier or whatever. However, you gain the multiplier, um, but they're not yeah. going, and, and it might cause the stockpile to lessen, which would be a bad thing for all the players who are not in the lead. But if you if it's just a card, then you don't really want that card unless you are in the lead. In which case, then it's just kind of a wasted space. In your hand, which I don't think is an interesting play. You just would you would want to get rid of it or discard it through some manner. Um, so I think the thing is when you if
2: you had a card that got rid of the stockpile, it would also have to be risking your own because then you'd want to play it when you're in the lead if you think you're gonna you know win that bet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, I think I think it's I to me, I think it's important to have it to to keep the um to keep the risky stuff on the die, okay? because um, I think that like everybody's going, everyone's gonna want to roll the die, and then something bad might potentially happen, or something good can happen situationally for you, or something bad can happen situationally for you. Does that make sense though? Like, cause I because otherwise, I think if there if there are cards that are situationally good. Specifically, if they're situationally good, if you're in the lead, then like you know, you have to be doing better than the two or three or however many other people are you're going against. And so there, you know, there's there's a 33.33 percent chance that that card is just a waste of space for you. Um, yeah. And, well, then, so if you had a card
2: that was like uh, potentially blow up the stockpile, which could be something really good for somebody in the lead. But then maybe it'll like when you play it, it makes you roll the die. And then if the die does something specific, it could actually help somebody that's completely in the last place.
0: Well, that could be like the, yeah. I think there should be I think the cards allow players to come back. It's, okay. Is how I'm imagining this work. It's okay. like the, the, the die are risks that help you come back. The cards are wait they're like always beneficial things, but maybe they still force you to take the risk using the die. Okay. Um. But like, I guess you always have an action to just like pull from the bag, um, and you can pull from the bag, um, with more risk if you just roll the die and uh, get a multiplier. Does that make sense, Ellen? Is that kind of how you're imagining this working too? I don't know if because I don't want to trample over your ideas because I feel like I might be doing that.
1: Um. I'm not. Sh- I'm not quite sure. I I need to have a more of a specific example. I think to make sure I understand. Sure. So okay,
0: so the way I'm imagining the, the course of the game working is everybody has a hand of cards and they do a bunch of actions that mess with other players. We haven't decided what those cards those actions would be, but they you know mess with other players. maybe it forces them to roll the risk die. maybe uh, you get to steal from them some things like that. Um, and then um, you also have the ability to pull from the um, from the bag and gain some gas. Um, you can roll to multiply the amount that you gain from the bag, but something bad could potentially happen from that roll. Um, but my, I guess what I'm arguing for is I think that a lot of the risky, the the risky stuff should be contained within the die, and the cards should just be beneficial in some way.
1: Right. So there's never. So I wrote down some ideas for the card types, right? So yeah, we need, yeah. To, have, we need to have an excursion, right? So if someone yep. someone can do like one action on their turn, right? We want this game to move really fast. So they can go into they can go on an excursion. They can go and draw one, two, or three cubes from the gas stockpile bag.
0: Yep.
1: Um, they can like cast a curse <laughs> and make somebody else roll the risk die. Um, sure. Okay. Yeah. And then there's like. I'm thinking like bad weather let get the next player's turn. So if they were planning on going on an excursion, they can't because they had bad weather. Uh, okay, and then, um you can go on a raid, which is you steal a gas cube from another player's cash. Um, that all makes
0: sense to me. I feel like those are good cards,
1: yeah,
2: I'm trying want any cards that can steal other players' cards or mm. see other players' cards?
1: I think that's a good idea, yeah, yeah, I like that. Or, like, maybe,
2: like, I guess this would be kind of adding more randomness to the cards, but, like, maybe there's a card where you can steal from somebody, but it's random, which one you get. Or maybe you force somebody to just instantly play a card, or or you, you just steal a card, but you have to instantly play it, so you might just be wasting it. I don't know. That's just an idea.
0: Oh, oh, I like the idea that, like, you, you know. I like the idea that you could steal a card from another player, and you have to automate. You have to play it. Well, no. I guess what would that do? I don't know. Never mind. I, I guess I was thinking like that would be kind of an interesting idea. If you have to play a card, and that card causes you to roll the die, and that die would, you know, cause your um, stockpile to explode yeah. or something. Um, that'd be kind of fun. But that's a that's like multiple levels of risk. That uh, I guess I was arguing against, anyways, because I don't want the cards <laughs> to necessarily. <laughs> Uh, do that. So, hmm. um, but yeah, like some of these cards, like in order for you to play them, you have to roll the risk die, right? Like that could be a that is a balancing mechanism which works within my wheelhouse house, but it isn't necessarily something we have to do. I just think that's kind of interesting because like you can make a really powerful card that's like steal five gas from a from another player or steal a card, right? Steal two cards or something. Um, but you have to roll the die before you do that, mm-hmm. and if it's successful, if you don't get a negative, actually maybe um you all it always something bad had or you have to deal with what happens on the card but you still get to gain the benefit of the risky of the play regardless so like you know you uh you like you play the card that's like steal five gas um but then your whole stock car explodes but you still get to steal the five gas mm-hmm. so like there's still something out of it then the risk isn't ridiculous but i guess that's what we want. We want the risk to be ridiculous. I think we want it to be ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. We do want it to be ridiculous. Yeah. So maybe if you roll something bad, you just don't get to do anything. Um, but if you roll a multiplier, then it's fine. And then you get to get the better. Yeah. I, I, but yeah, this is this is how I was imagining. Like those card types that you were listing out, Ellen, and the stuff that we're describing here, this is kind of how I was imagining the cards to work, is like you just get to um, mess with other players, particularly other players who are doing well, or other players who seem trickstery and have a bunch of cards that might be able to mess with you. You'd steal from them or mess them up. Maybe it could be there could be a card that just like causes the player to discard a card or something like that. Um, oh, I like that idea, Ellen, that you're just writing down that like if you play a raid card or whatever and you steal from somebody else, you can roll the die to steal more? Yeah, that's clever. I'm calling it
1: the, um, the die. Chaos. The d6 I'm calling the chaos cube. The
0: chaos cube. Yeah, <laughs> chaos cube. Yes. That's good. Um yeah, so I think that I think that makes sense. And so like a lot of the risk is on the queue. Um I I was kind of imagining the, the die not necessarily being a die a D, I guess it doesn't matter that much, right? Because we, we don't know the numbers and we can't determine. Um it's hard to know without like actually playtesting it. But I was imagining this being like a d20 and not a d6 because we get to the numbers more, and y'all know how I like numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but like a d6 is fine because everybody knows a d6 and how that works. Um, we should probably just stick with a D6, at least for the time um, being.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we could play around with different die sizes, which would be fun. Um, yeah. But just to, to start out with, I think a D6 makes sense. Um, okay. And then one other thing like, when something, when when, die, when a gas gets burned, it doesn't go back into the regular stockpile, it is gone. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think we're all in there. agreement on that. <laughs> it's gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Whereas it's just, it's just no more. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So real quick with the die, I know I keep arguing with this. And let me, tell me to stop. If you want me to stop. Um, but I do think that like we should have it, one of the sides be, um, the stockpile gets reduced a little. Or maybe we're moving away from that idea and I should just get over it.
1: Well. <laughs> That's fine Let's too. talk about that because I think it makes sense to reduce okay. the stockpile, but I don't think it should be based. I don't think it should be based on the die. I, we had talked about making it a card, but then you guys were, had made, made this—you know—pointed out that maybe the cards are only good things. But the thing is, is that if it's a card, you don't have to play it. You can hope, right. you know. Well, I know, but then it's just
0: wasting space in your hand. Then it's just like, that's the tr- why do you have the card?
2: Well, then maybe you could have a some sort of op- option to do something with cards you don't care about.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, maybe you like could burn just them.
1: a card burn them burn the card
0: that's more fun and more pay, in the spirit pay of- a cube to burn <laughs> it to burn a card oh interesting
1: yeah interesting. so like there is no discard option you only ever play and then you draw back up to full or whatever it is um mm. and then you but you have the option of burning a cube to get rid of a card you don't like
0: Oh, uh, yeah. And I suppose if there are cards that allow you to steal from other players, if you get a card that's not beneficial for you.
2: And then it's like that is a risk that you're not forced into taking. But it is, you know, again, very tantalizing because you're like, I want better cards, but I don't want to risk something else exploding. Maybe you have to like roll a dice to burn the card or something.
0: Hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's how. Uh, could work too is if, to get rid of a card you have to roll the, the chaos.
2: Maybe, maybe it's like okay so if you want to burn a card you have to sacrifice or you have to uh, basically um, not sacrifice but like kind of like put on the chopping block that number of cubes and you have to yeah. roll the dice that like a certain number of times and if it gets on the explosion you lose as many you end up losing as as many gas cans as you did Card cards that you're trying to burn. Does that make sense?
1: Say I'm not quite again. tracking. Let's,
2: let's I, I I I know what I'm trying to say, and I'm having really a hard time articulating it. But like, my Fuck idea it. is that like, say you have three cards you want to get rid of. Okay. Mm-hmm. You roll the die, and if it lands on the boom, you lose three gas cans. Okay, I see. So it's not um, like you're hmm. you're getting rid of them to get rid of it, but you risk losing them. But you don't risk losing at all just for just for some cards to keep the game moving, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that that
0: that would encourage oh, people to take yeah. more risks.
1: It, so that, you want this game to be that is an interesting idea because what you're doing is you're basically saying, okay, we're keeping the chaos key, but we're using it in a different way. Um
2: Yeah, because I've played some games where you just you're like, okay, for this move, you ignore everything except for that symbol.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure, right. Yeah. I just don't know if it's if it's if it quite aligns with what would be on the die, right? So like I'm just looking at how our 6-sided die is currently distributed. We've got our one side that's the spark, that's the boom, and then we've got another side that's a 3x multiplier, two other sides that are 2x multipliers and two other sides that are just add 1. And if we have like the number 3x mm-hmm. on a side and the number 2x on two sides, Then using it in a way that doesn't quite line up with that would be a little weird, but
2: I've seen some games that do it. It and It is a little weird, honestly, but it would still you can get away with it. Yeah, (laughs) if you had to. Like,
0: I definitely okay. I definitely like the idea. hmm, Some, 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 some something's boiling in the head. Like it's gasoline. I feel like some things are. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) if gas boils. I think it just
1: just ignites. ignites.
0: I, I feel like we can combine these things in a way that would make sense, right? Okay, so I really like the idea that um playing a card is the least risky way to deal with things, right? You can make it riskier by using the the chaos key. Mm-hmm. Um and that's cool cuz like, you know, then you can get a significant benefit out of it. Um I also like the idea of the cards being both a resource and a curse if you can't gain new cards. Um
1: so, like, if you have a
0: card that is not useful for you, like the Sabotage card, I guess, um, that will reduce the amount of cards in the stock prop bag. and you don't want to do that because you're behind, Um, then there can be some way to get rid of that card Um, and benefit from it. I, I like the idea, I, this is kind of where I'm going, is, like, you can get rid of that card and get some benefit and not just necessarily a new, it could be a new card, but it could also be, like, more gas, too, something like that. Hmm. Um yeah does that i'm not i'm not fully articulating a thought, but i think that that's that is kind of what i want
1: i hear what you're saying if
0: you're if you're getting rid of a card yeah if you're getting rid of a card and it just costs you gas that's there's no risk inherent in that, and we want to just file on as much risk as possible in this game. I
1: think. Well,
2: yeah, so um, I think it shouldn't just cost gas, it should be risking gas to lose a card.
1: Mm, okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. And that's, and that's what you were proposing, Max, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think
0: that, like, I I agree with Ellen in that, like, we should probably just stick with what the cards, or what the die does, mm-hmm. so it's always clear, so, like, yeah. it always does the same thing. Um, even if that... So, um... Hmm, so I think... What we could do is the card, when you want to get rid of a card. Why would you want to get rid of a card? Because you don't. Why is it really space? Well,
2: well, maybe you if play you a ha- card, Do we have a uh, hand limit?
0: We're going to have thing? to. Yeah.
1: I guess, like, maybe you just. I mean, it card. could be. It could be we have uh-huh. a deck of 24 cards and you just deal them all out. Um Yeah. But that still would mean that there might be cards that you don't want to play.
0: Yeah. The thing about, like, most of the card... Well, most of the card types we have you would want to play, except for this sabotage card. So maybe you...
1: Maybe we don't start with that. Maybe we don't well, have that one.
0: Yeah, maybe we don't have that one. Maybe that's fine. <laughs> maybe that's fine. Too. <laughs> a lot of a lot of the stuff we have in there works, and I think that we've kind of moved away from the sabotage the the reduction, yeah, yeah. the amount in the the bag itself anyways, so I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense to just just toss it you know, kill your darlings you, this is you an could of game development. You could produce
1: a secondary die hear me out here
0: um, oh gosh, <laughs> it's just a coin. like who's
1: where you know yeah what what are you blowing up um well,, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it could be that. I was gonna say it could be that yeah, the second die indicates which pile is it your pile or the stockpile that's getting reduced um but but, yeah, maybe we oh. just put a question mark by um sabotage and just leave it alone for now, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 I think that adds a bunch of an additional complication for for this one particular mechanic that uh, yeah. doesn't seem necessary when the rest that'll of be in the part. expansion. In the-
1: That'll be the expansion that.
0: pack. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I like this plan though. I like this. and I wish we, could, I wish we could uh, play test it. I'm gonna have to get a bag of cubes. So we could play test this. I've got cubes around. We
1: could probably play test it on like mural if we just have like squares instead of cubes. Give me like ten uh, minutes to set it up. Good.
0: So after play testing it, uh, there's definitely some stuff we want to fix, like the the yeah. amount of cards that are in the deck, or you know, that's that definitely like big different we ratios. Like, Yeah, we definitely want way more excursion cards than there were. Um, There were, like, a good amount of excursion cards, too, and just not enough were drawn.
1: The shuffling was not great, so there is that. Well, that's
0: true, too. The shuffling wasn't great. Um, So there's that aspect of it, too. I think we Um, do
1: want a way to have players steal from each other. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think we, yeah, yeah, we definitely want something like that. Um, But I'm glad we playtested it, because it it, it definitely, there's definitely something there. I'd like to playtest this more. I'll, I feel like we say this at the end of every game jam, but like I want to do more with this. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. That's our show. We post show notes and such on our website, nicegames.club. Go out there to find the rules of the game we made today. Visit us on Twitter and Mastodon at NiceGamesClub, where Dale tweets and toots about game dev resources and bug visualization and reporting. It's kind of a neat thing, actually. Um, we like hearing from you, so sweet and toot back. Or email us, contact at nicegames.club. Nice Games Club is on Patreon. Support the show and get stuff, including ad-free episodes. Sign up at patreon.com slash nicegamesclub. And if you want to keep things more casual, just stop by nicegames.club discord and say hello. Next week, we'll be interviewing Zach Gilbertson about the Unreal Engine, but that's it for this week.
2: So until we start again, remember
0: to play nice
1: and make nice.